Well, our thoughts continue to go out to the family of the poor 11-year-old boy from Trinity College who was struck by a train at Tamlin Railway Station in Evanston Gardens two days ago. Almost unbelievably, there was another incident yesterday where a 74-year-old local woman in Grange was also hit by a train at the Grange Railway crossing. Matt Pantelis at 9.30 is going to be interviewing John Whelan, who's the head of the Transport Department. Um, So uh, tune in for that later on. We have the Minister for Transport and Infrastructure, Tom Coots and Tonus, on the line now um, to, to flesh this story out a little bit more. Tom, thank you for your time. No problem. These are just shocking stories, and and as as I said at the start, our thoughts and prayers are, are with the the two people and their families in in this case. Is there anything that can be done to to make these these crossings safer? I mean, I know it's a difficult situation because you need them to be open enough for people to get in and out as pedestrians to get to work and to get to school and so forth. But I guess these two cases are are, are a bit of a wake up call, aren't they? They are. We're, we're, look, we're struggling with this. To be entirely honest with you, uh, David, all of our crossings meet the Australian safety standards. And they've been in place like this for a very, very long time. People, by and large, know how to use them and use them safely. But we get these horrific situations, that little boy and, and of course, what happened with that uh, woman yesterday. That little boy is the same age as my daughter. And I can't stop thinking about it. And we're racking our brains about what we do here. Will signalised gates fix this, potentially? But there are nearly 300 crossing points across our rail network and with each um, electronic uh, uh, signalised gate costing $4 million, we're talking close to a, you know, 800 to a billion dollars worth of expenditure along our rail line. That is a, a, a very, very expensive piece of work. Or do we have a program of works where we, we pick out what we think are the most dangerous? But the problem we have, of course, is all of our experts are telling us these crossings are safe, and it's misadventure, or, or, uh, and, I, and I hate to say this while people are, have got their loved ones in a hospital, is it is it just inattention? Hmm. But we need to do more education in our schools. We need to have potentially better signage. But there are just some people um, who uh, are, are not waiting until the lines are clear. So it is a very very difficult problem. But we are looking at it very very closely about what it is we can do. I guess part of the thing too is, you know, trains operate according to certain timetables. But would it be would it be feasible? I mean, it might make people's trips longer. But would it be? Is is there a possibility that you could look at areas that are more vulnerable or more congested and see if there's a way that trains could slow down, or would that just mean the whole system would grind to a halt? We are thinking about that, but that would be a fundamental change to the entire timetabling system. I won't lie, David, the most complaints I get to my office are about bus timetables and, and train and train tra- uh, timetables and about whether they're on time or not. Mm, mm. So we, any fundamental change to that would fundamentally change the way the entire city works. So we are looking at all of this, even about whether or not we staff gates. We yeah. have people there at peak hours, uh, almost like conductors. Um, so we're looking at everything. But ultimately, that's the problem. If you staff some and not others, but does that mean that the others are uh, you can cross with abandon? I mean, we still want people to be paying attention as they're crossing. There are so many consequences to what we do here. And I wish there was one easy solution, but there's not. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd, be, I'd love to hear what your, 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 your listeners have to say, but the department's got experts working on it, and 
I also say to your listeners, have a, have a thought for the train drivers as well. Yeah, for sure. This is, this is life-changing stuff. Mm. Uh, these drivers uh, live with this for the rest of their lives. I, I was um, literally going to ask you about that next. I was just thinking, because I, I would cross the, the line at East Grange where that awful incident happened yesterday. Probably a couple of times a week we go through it all the time. I can't imagine it, how it could possibly be any safer. The entire line is fenced beyond one access point with a host of warnings. And I actually think it's really, it's currently really, really well designed. But on the issue of the drivers, what, what happens after they've been involved in an incident like this, Minister? Is there some sort of psychological counselling or program they go through? It must be awful. Oh, absolutely. We wrap our arms around these people as much as we possibly can. Keolis Downer um, are making sure that they have access to all the psychological assistance that they need, mental health uh, assistance that they need. But, but when, when that's all over, you're still left with the fact that you hit someone. Yeah. And um, it's not like in a motor vehicle where, I suppose, you have greater control. But these, these things are on tracks. And mm. they're, immediate, they're, on, they're under pressure to meet timetables, so they're moving. And they can't stop. Now, you know, near misses are a problem. Uh, they use their horns as often as they can. They try and warn people. But I, I say to your listeners, this stays with people. Our train, our train drivers are good people. They don't want to hurt anyone. And when this happens, it, it is life-changing. Yeah. And I, they take it with them. And I, I'm trying to tell them, look, it's, it's not your fault. Um, the state's behind you. We understand what happened. It's not your, it's, it's not your fault. But in the end, people internalize this stuff. Hmm. And um, depending on the, the individual is how they take it. But it's very, very tough hmm. and very, very hard. Yeah. We appreciate you coming on. Tom Coots and Tonus, the Minister for Transport, thanks for joining us this morning. And as we said, uh, John Whelan will be on with Pant um, in just over an hour. David Penberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.